Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Good evening, Khuyanand, Moweni, and a hearty welcome to the Shahida Kali show. So, of course, we started last week and we started a two-part series where we're focusing on gender justice and gender injustices. And my guest last week, and will also be this week, is Patrick Godana, who is the Menkeh Government and Media Management of Sonke Gender Justice. And so we have Patrick on the line to continue with this conversation. Good evening, Patrick, and welcome to the program. Good evening to you, and thanks for having me, and uh, good evening to the listeners, wherever they are. So thank you so much again, uh, Patrick. I know that you're out of town and really for you to be a part of the program when whilst you are away is, is highly appreciated. And I just need you to know that we appreciate it very much. Thank you. Patrick, so last week we spoke much about certain aspects of gender justice. And perhaps just to start off again, in case someone didn't listen last week, I just want us to very briefly touch base and explain the organization Sonke Gender Justice. You know, what do you do and who would be people who would align themselves with you or become members of your organization, please? Thank you. Well, uh, Songa Gender Justice is a non-governmental organization that is based in the Western Cape, Johannesburg, Mpumalanga, and Postpark Ridge. And also, we are on the verge of opening an office in the Eastern Cape very soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, we work very close with our government uh, when there's a need for that. Um, so as to strengthen um, uh, government as well. Also, we work uh, a lot with a number of uh, civil society organizations across the length and breadth of the country. Mm-hmm. Um, as, a, as an organization, we also work in the um, beautiful continent, Africa, and at the larger globe um, as well. Uh, we are part of a number of uh, collaborations that are happening in the region. Mm-hmm. In, in, in Africa, there is uh, Africa Men and Gish. We are the outgoing uh, um, uh, cultures in, in, the, in, in the continent, but we are the global cultures together with Pramundo of Brazil uh, in the Men Engage Global Alliance. Yeah. But also we are part of the Men um campaign that is happening in 32 countries in the, in the world. Yeah. And uh, the recent uh, conference that actually took place after the one that was held in Cape Town 2011. It was in in um, East Asia, very yes. recent. Uh, that was the conference that we had uh, for Menke Global Alliance. So we are part of that kind of uh, collaboration. Collaborations are across the globe. Yeah. We are very much instrumental in the South African National AIDS Council which is the driving force for the prevention and the treatment of HIV in the country, but giving strategies for the rest of the country. And uh, we are one of the many civil society organizations who at this point in time, because of the high levels of violence in our country and the um, non-leadership that is actually non-existent from our own government Mm -hmm. around issues of uh, gender-based violence in our country. Yeah. You will remember that since the beginning of January, 
our country, South Africa, has been inundated by numerous uh, levels of violence. Mm-hmm. The latest uh, case was the case of Karabo, who became the face of the many people in the country. Yes. How can we forget to talk about our own young uh, person in Essence River who was actually also murdered in a merciless fashion? Yes. And uh, we remember that our own president went there and again he made uh, that empty promise to say the Zuma Foundation will continue uh, to grant support to the family. Yes. And how many victims of violence in South Africa that the president would make that commitment to them. Mm-hmm. Very clear. So no wonder we are part of this number of organizations who are calling upon our, our own government to come up with a clear national strategic plan to combat gender-based violence in our country, but also to give a clear guideline in terms of how are we going to be embarking in, 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 in doing that. Uh, we've got enormous research from credible entities Yes. In our own country, Human Research Council has given the country research around gender-based violence. Mm-hmm. Medical Research Council, our own in Cape Town, has given numerous um, reports and findings around gender-based violence, especially intimate femicide. Yeah. So, shocking uh, and latest statistics around intimate femicide is that every um, eight hours in our country, uh, a, a woman dies with a hand of the of the loving uh, partner mm-hmm. now if you divide eight by 24 hours of that make that make it a day yeah. it will give you three which means three women are dying at the hands of their own partner in our country yeah. if you multiply three by seven days of the week that's 21 that's damning yeah that's really really mind-blowing it's yes. a shame for our own country yes and uh, if you remember the report presented to all of us in the country by P- KPMG mm-hmm. that the cost of violence in this country amounts from the from the tune of 28 to 40 billion per annum. That's too much. Yeah. So we are saying to government, set aside X amount of money, mm-hmm. have a clear and a fully funded plan for us to really uh, end and reduce this cause of gender-based violence. We've done it as a country. Yeah. Remember HIV and AIDS in the, early, in the late 90s in this country? Mm-hmm. was a huge challenge. Who can forget, because we're in the month of women, who can forget Kuku, who was stoned to death because she disclosed her status on HIV and AIDS? Yes. They may have so rest in peace in the month of August. Mm-hmm. I want to salute us to them. Yeah. Remember, such um, uh, materials made our own government to come into their own senses, to come up with a clear plan to combat HIV and AIDS in our own country. Mm-hmm. If you ask me, my sister, I can tell you how many people that are living with virus HIV in the country, how many people that are having um, uh, having treatment in the country, I will tell you. Mm-hmm. We can even break down to many districts of our own country. Yeah. Because we're having a clear political will, we're having a clear strategy to end um, uh, HIV in our own country. Yeah. We can even employ the same approach in our own country. Mm-hmm. We said last week, and I want to start, uh, resume where I started to say, gender-based violence, nobody is born violent. Mm-hmm. It is a learned behavior. Yeah. And we are convinced strongly, if it's a learned behavior, it can be unlearned as well. Yeah. So for us, social re-socialization, re-education, redefining manhood for many of us would help us to really move away from this quagmire of looking down upon 
uh, women of our own country. Mm-hmm. We, we, we give them the dignity and respect they deserve. But if you say to me, we are in the month of August, yes. China, you know, I have got nothing that excites me to really, really celebrate mm-hmm. uh, women. I, I feel so sad because of the really the number of cross violation happened to women of our own country yeah. uh, in 2017. Yes. It's very sad. You remember four years ago, an in-person mm-hmm. died yes. at the hands of men. Yes. And our president, even there, made a promise. He, he even instructed the then minister, Elulu Kenwana, to come up with a clear plan. Yeah. Why is that plan? That plan is not here. For yeah. as long as there is no political will, you know, we will never win a battle against gender-based violence. Yeah. I mean, I mean, let me even name and shame it, and men's violence against uh, against women yeah. in the country. Yes. We need a very decisive move from government, and I'm saying government simply because government has got a responsibility yes. to protect and defend the citizens. Yeah. But also, every, every South African, mm-hmm. every household, we've got to do parenting differently. Yeah. How we parent and how we demonstrate parenting in front of our own children yeah. will really, 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 really help our own children to behave differently. I said last week, children hear less of what we say and yeah. see more of what we do. It begins with us as parents. Yeah, and thank you so much for that. I really appreciate that introduction. I would like, I'd like to come back and, and ask you the men care campaign what is this campaign setting out to achieve and who are these men that you are targeting and possibly also the boy child so we continue with our conversation and we're talking about gender justice um patrick the your the international campaign which is the main care campaign global alliance campaign what's the campaign about who are you targeting and is the man in the street targeted because i wanted to know who are the men that you're targeting to um, get what outcome please yeah the time objective of the main care campaign mm-hmm. is to encourage emotionally connected fathers in the lives of their own children it is to encourage a non-violent um, fatherhood, but also encourage non-violent parenting. And uh, the, we, the approach is about focusing on fathers first, and ultimately we move gradually to parenting session. And by parenting session, I mean both partners, the yes. mom and dad. Mm-hmm. And the focus... Um, of our catchment in our own uh, program is uh, men across the spectrum, men from all walks of life. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we started the campaign in South Africa, we <clears throat> were piloting it in the Western Cape. We worked very close with the province, with the provincial health department um, uh, of, of, of the Western Cape, and. Uh, very close with the um, Department of uh, Home Affairs as well yeah. in, the, in the provincial um, uh, sphere. Yes. And, uh, you know, I must say to you, with uh, maternal child um, um, care centers in the, can- in, in the, in the, in the province, mm-hmm. uh, we worked very close with them. You know, Michael Mopongwane, 
you know, your observatory and Kukuletu, a number of them participated in this um, um, global initiative. Yes. And uh, we've seen a number of uh, fathers, one, that were not participating initially yes. in the antenatal sessions. Yeah. Because the issue around sexual and reproductive health mm -hmm. for a long time has been seen as the prerogative and, and the burden of women. Yeah. And we had a deliberate intention, that of saying it takes two to tango, mm -hmm. but also to ease the burden um, of, 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 of parenting, you know, for us. And also, if we want to unwind levels of gender-based violence, and um, at a critical stage of, um, of, 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 of um, delivery, it is very, very important that we expose men in that uh, um, uh, study. And, uh, you know, uh, we work with a number of men. As I said to you, uh, we will work through these um, um, maternal child health facilities. Mm -hmm. And uh, we recruit through their partners. Yes. We leave out forms of invitation yeah. for their partners who, one, wanted to be part, but unfortunately because of work constraints, yes. they were not free from their own uh, workplaces. Mm -hmm. Two, because of the gender stereotypes to say uh, clinics are meant for women. Yeah. Once you present yourself, even if you're accompanying someone, yes. Because of those stereotypes as well that uh, continue to exist in our own communities. But also the level of understanding in terms of um, inclusive parenting. Yeah. You know, but uh, I must tell you, we received huge response from men. Yeah. Whom we recruited through their partners. Yes. You know, uh, to participate in okay. our fatherhood program. Yeah. And I must say to you, because of the nature of the maternal child health, even the security personnel. Patrick. Working, yeah. Hello. Yeah. So coming back, we you know this is our second week. We we focusing on gender uh, justice, and so the two. Uh, Parts that I'd like to still visit in terms of this conversation. The one is, I'd like to ask, you know, um, Patrick, what the whether you're drawing in um, organisations, sports clubs, faith-based organisations, schools, and eventually also corporates. Whether you're working with men on that level as well, and if you have started, what have been their response, please? Thank you so much. As I said, uh, that uh, we our focus in this endeavor, in many endeavors of Songke, mm -hmm. is to work with men across the spectrum. Yes. Uh, that means men on the street, men in their own um, neighbor, our own neighborhood, mm -hmm. um, men at the um, corporate, men in um, sporting um, fraternals. Yes. Um, and uh, you know. That has been our approach as Songen, mm -hmm. because we want to go where men have um, spend their time the most. We even go to Shibins and Taverns, yeah. uh, not only in the faith-based spaces only. Uh, with the campaign men, we even went to Tafelsaf, you know. Yeah. Uh, I remember next to the mosque, we had a facility 
and from the department that we were actually operating from. Mm-hmm. So there were a number of uh, men that were participating. Yeah. But also the, the intervention that we were doing in South Africa was also linked with the one in Botswana and uh, in Namibia. Mm-hmm. So it was a regional uh, intervention uh, simultaneously. Yes. So um, the response of these men, as I was saying, one, um, how they were socialized. Yes. You know, it made them to distance themselves from issues of maternal child health. Yeah. Secondly, the very fact that the same man has got no re- reference of a present father in his own life yeah. may- makes things too difficult for mm-hmm. him mm-hmm. to have a kind of a clear uh, idea of, of what it is. Yes. And what is expected around parenting. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, um, you you know that there's a number of books that speaks about women and pregnancy, uh, women and their own health. And because yes. there's very, very few material around men and pregnancy, mm-hmm. men and parenting, you know. Yes. So we're bringing another fashion in the region to say this is what we need to be talking about, you know. So so you are, you are trying to attend to the matter of father absence. Absolutely, because the idea is about connecting children with emotionally with their own parents. Yes. You know, and as I said to you, we are recruiting through their women partners that are women who are attending antenatal sessions in various maternal child health spaces facilities, and in that we will recruit through them. We'll even go to workplaces, you know, so as to engage men around issues of uh, yeah. motherhood, uh, positive parenting as well. Yeah. And also, uh, the, 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 this endeavor, men care, it's having three components. Yes. One was around uh, media, which was um, around uh, presenting this um, uh, media revolution so yes. that we can have a mass uh, uh, engagement yes. around um as parenting social uh, uh, gender norms. Yeah. But also there was another aspect around policy work, you know. But you remember that uh, in South Africa, uh, the, the the current um, maternity leave is not enough for many women, you know. Mm-hmm. And the current maternity leave put uh, women really in a very burdensome uh, 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 way yeah. because everything relies upon them. Yeah. And some workplaces, they will tell you that if you want four months, they will give you, but they won't pay you, you know? Yeah. Yes. So we needed to really make sure that the law uh, really, really protects women. Mm-hmm. But we, we in, in, in our submission that we made in Parliament, and that was uh, greatly welcomed by, 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 by South African uh, 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 Labour Department, yes. by Mrs. Yengen, I remember when we made that submission. Mm-hmm. One was to strengthen the current maternity leave from four months to six months. Yeah. Two, to say we are deliberate and wanting to have a paternity leave, you know. And uh, we were not pushing paternity leave, but we were pushing parenting leave. Yes. But we needed actually to, to, to uh, segregate it uh, into pieces to say maternity six months for, for, for the start. We said 10 days for paternity leave. You remember that fathers are having two days responsibility leave. And right. Responsibility doesn't stretch. Yeah. If I lose my child, at responsibility leave two days. Mm-hmm. Uh, if uh, if uh, you, you happen to be uh, sick as my partner, 
I'm using the same two days. These two days are not stretch, you know. It's not yeah. enough. And no yeah. wonder. You know, if you're even business, business is to be blamed as to why men are not actually supportive of their own partners, but also not participating in issues of uh, maternal child health. Because right. you don't have, you visually don't have time, you know, to uh, 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 give to them that they can access. But peers may are not justifying the ills of men, but I'm just saying in terms of legislation currently, yes. it was difficult for them. So we presented these 10 days. Mm-hmm. Even with, in fact, radical afford to say, uh, even uh, 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 people of the same sex must enjoy the same uh, benefits, you know? Yeah. If I'm saying uh, 10 days, they didn't get 10 days. Well. Mm-hmm. So uh, we presented that in the uh, Parliament of the Republic, and I must say to you, for the first time in South Africa, with all the drama that you normally see in our South African Parliament, for the first time that opposition and the governing party were singing in the same hymn book, yes. in the same wavelength to say this is long overdue, yeah. you know, and uh, the, the paternity leave was, uh, was approved, and we expect that it, it will be translated as into law in our own country, yeah. and, uh, you know, uh, we made that uh, in vote. So uh, that, that was one uh, second part of of, 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 of of the intervention of men. Care yes. one year two policy, but the other one, which is the very important one, where the direct intervention, mm-hmm. where we set up further schools. Yeah. Even in my visit here in the Eastern Cape, I'm busy in the rural area setting yes. up further schools so that we really, 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 really unwind this presence of the absence of fathers in the life yeah. of children. That's a okay. wonderful thought to have father schools, my goodness. I mean, you know, and, and it's a concept we've never never really had before where there would be father schools and mostly even associated with just schools would be mothers. Mothers would yes. usually be, um, you know, the parent who would be present everywhere concerning the child. So, yes. Wow. Yeah. So, so, so these other schools will culminate to uh, parenting sessions where we bring both partners. Mm-hmm. Now that the, the, the new life, uh, the new addition yes. to the family, how yeah. do you assist fathers really present and deliver? But I always uh, tell the many fathers in our own country and across the globe that's the magical moment, you know, when, when, when one's partner is pregnant. That's one of the most important phases. Of 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 our, of our lives. Yes. How do we support our partners while they are pregnant? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know, when women are, are seeing uh, 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 seeing the, the, the first kicks of 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 what they carry, you know, mm-hmm. uh, those are exciting moments. Of they would want to share with someone, you know, uh, and and, I, and I'm saying it is proven psychologically bonding. Of fathers with the child yes. at, 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 at pregnancy level. Mm-hmm. So for us as fathers, it is very, very important that we begin to treasure those magical moments. It yeah. becomes a bonus for us as fathers yeah. to be there when the child is being delivered. Believe mm-hmm. me, you know, we will see the pain and agony that the many women undergone when they bring child into this world. Yeah. If many fathers are being exposed to that, there will be less split kids. There will be less kids yeah. that go to school without shoes, without even lunch boxes yes. for them to feed on. Yeah. So fathers would then take responsibility. Mm-hmm. It, it won't be your responsibility uh, to the question of, of contraception. Mm-hmm. I will know myself that, you know what, 
it's, it's uh, parenting it's a lifelong responsibility 24 7 you know uh, yeah. a, a week it's it's it's, it's enormous work i'm yeah. telling you yeah you know and, and this is being seen as software and unpaid work for women but if we begin to embark on that uh, on that kind of care work as fathers, yes. the better for women the better for us as, as fathers as well but the best for a child that is going in that environment. absolutely i cannot agree with you more patrick i just wanted to ask you also Oz, have you been have you encountered challenges in your work and even, you know, within the Men Care campaign, um, and what would those be, if any? Well, uh, there's been a, a number of things from men, you know, particularly men uh, running uh, behind culture mm-hmm. and using religion that uh, they are the head of the family and yeah. the issue of um, equality. It's something foreign that comes from the West and all that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and for me, we always say there's plenty of benefits for men in, in gender equality. Mm-hmm. And it is uh, with the gender inequality, you know. But also the the infrastructure, in, in, if I look back at the men care intervention where we set up this uh, uh, in the father schools and parenting sessions, the infrastructure was not up to scratch designed for both uh, parties to participate you know, I, I remember at one of the uh, maternal health care, child health care centers, Michael Mapongwana in Kailicha. Yes. The delivery room was an open room. Yeah. So there were no prizes. If yeah. the father wanted to participate, yes. it was going to be a humdinger. Yeah. So we needed to say, change this infrastructure. But also the policies that prevailed yeah. in, in, the, in, in that space as well. Starting from security personnel at the gate. Yeah. We know men would, would be excited to go and, 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 and drive together with their partners. Mm-hmm. And they bring their partners, the jury that they can say, no, 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 it's only for pregnant mothers. You can park here and allow her to move. You yeah. know? So we yeah. have to change a lot yeah. in terms of that. And do you, find, yeah. do you find, Patrick, in your work with your conversations with faith-based and cultural-based uh, organizations that they are open to conversations in terms of, you know, the religious views and cultural views and as well, and including gender justice because it's an issue of justice. Um, you know, do, are they open to conversations like those? I, I, I must confess they are very open to, to, uh, to such a conversation, especially mm-hmm. uh, um, Christianity and uh, African traditional religion, mm-hmm. um, Islamic uh, religion. Yes. Uh, you know, some some are, are still very rich, you know. I don't want to uh, put mouth uh, religions on, 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 on earth. Sure, of course. But some are very, very, very ma- uh, mature in their own approach. They are very machismo. They close ranks, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but the truth of the matter is the ones that I've mentioned yes. uh, are the ones that we were actually even inviting us. You know, I mean, one of the biggest... Uh, Christian organization, church in in, in, generation in the country, mm-hmm. is, is, is leading here in the province of Eastern Cape a summit on Ukutwala, the abduction of children. Yeah. And we are glad that the faith-based organization is leading this, mm-hmm. so that because they have got a captive audience. Yeah. As the, as, as the faith-based, because that's the beauty of what absolutely. I think you know, in the in the organizations, religious and faith-based organizations, yeah. there's a lot of power and and there's a lot of. Um, uh, 
authority almost in terms of their opinion and when they lead, often the congregation will follow leadership. Absolutely, because remember, uh, a patriarchy, uh, you know, uh, uh, gives power and authority to men, you know. Yeah. Uh, that for me, uh, it, 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 that's why it is imperative that we work with those gatekeepers so that there should be a shared understanding of this power and authority, you know. The better for, 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 for us as human beings across the spectrum. Mm-hmm. So in, in, in responding to your question, those are some of the of the positive that we've seen, you know, in as much that in some of the father schools were happening in faith-based spaces. Yes. You know, and and, yeah. and, 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 and I must say to you, uh, culture is, is changing, you mm-hmm. know, because we believe that uh, culture is a way of life that is dynamic. Yeah. But once a culture becomes static, yes. then it, it, it tends to be uh, thinking and present uh, uh, harmfulness. Mm-hmm. Than, than, than bring presenting uh, a, a life. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, if we are talking about the running water, the dynamism, running water like the waters of the sea, they present life, they present freshness. So we want culture to evolve, we want culture to move, you know, and yeah. that dynamism must take place. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you and me understand that back in the, in the 18th century, women were seen as carers of children at home, but today, 21st century, women are at the workplace and they are taking key positions at the workplaces. Yes. You know, things are changing. Yeah. And you must allow that dynamism to take place in every sphere of life. Mm-hmm. Men of equality do not fear and I think that is a critical trick. I have so many questions I still want to ask, and I'll just want to mention to you what's going through my mind. First is, sure. I, I would like for us, and I don't know in your work whether you do encounter this, but I wanted, I wondered whether you have cases that you deal with, where you deal with the effects of gender injustices on different levels, whether you do, whether that is included in your work, and what have you found, you know, of those effects of gender injustices. And then I'd like to also speak about the the equality versus um, to be equitable instead of equal, whether that is, you know, a discussion that you're having with the work in your um, f- in your father's schools, and in relation to that, the issue of justice and power and authority um, and respect and those types of constructs. But let's first go to the question of, do you see cases, work with cases that come to you? You are in a faith-based organization and, you know, a, a situation is brought to you where you experience the effects of gender injustices? Well, uh, the, the, the response is a big yes. Mm. Goodness, uh, I didn't even think it would be yes. Yeah, please visit our website. There's quite a number of um, cases that we have taken to the court of law, mm-hmm. uh, some for mediation and, 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 and arbitration. Yes. Uh, we took one of the biggest... Um, a faith-based organization in the in Cape Town yes. that has got roots from America. Yes, who in their own uh, Christian teaching, yeah, uh, the curriculum that was um, instilling and instructing parents to use uh, a stick 
as a form of socializing and disciplining children. Yes. And you will be surprised by this. From zero to 12 months, 18 months, the size of the rod was actually stipulated. Zero. Yes. Not from birth until 18 months. Yeah. The size of the rod was stipulated what to use and when to use it. Okay. So we took that to Human Rights Commission. Yes. And we we were on the winning side in that one. Yeah. And they appealed the, the, the decision. Yes. So we are still waiting for for, for that to be reviewed by yes. Human Rights. And we are prepared to take it to Equality Court. Yes. Yeah. And uh, if you look at number of cases of women being... Uh, violated through rape and uh, ultimately murdered. Yes. Children included. Mm-hmm. Songke, where I'm, I, I am at, uh, I'm running a, a gender norms transformation workshop. Mm-hmm. And uh, the next week, about three days, we'll be having community dialogues yes. at the traditional settings. Mm-hmm. Now, the issue there is the around the issue of rigid cultural norms. Yes. You know? we are unwinding them and look critically looking at them. Mm-hmm. Because we know for the fact that some men are using violence against women and they when they justify themselves, they say in my culture. Yes. Expect of me to yeah. my partner. Yes. Even if you know, me and you we are in a relationship, a marriage relationship, I get divorced, uh, you divorce me. Mm-hmm. Even if we're having divorce, you know, I'll always expect of you to pretend as if you are my, my loving partner. Mm-hmm. Things are normal. Expect hug from you. Expect kisses from you. And yet we are divorced. Yeah. And yes. men, does not, it does not think well unto them that it's no longer our own uh, loving marriage relationship. It has come to an end. Yes. So the whole notion of patriarchy, that is uh, embedded on men to think that we own women mm-hmm. as one of our own assets when we count our own assets. Mm-hmm. Includes, we start with women and, yeah. and include the men because we love the most. So, Songke has been uh, supporting a number of cases across the country. Mm-hmm. You remember the case of Julius Malema mm-hmm. during the trial of Jacob Zuma and Quincy. Mm-hmm. When, when Julius Malema uh, uh, made derogatory statement, we took him to equality court mm-hmm. and we demanded simple things that men seldom say in public. Yeah. That's to say, I am sorry. Yeah. After the back and front and the, the men in charge uh, equating us to Mickey Mouses from, uh, who are being used by the West with a Western agenda, mm-hmm. he humbled himself and said, I am sorry. Yeah. And he ultimately paid you know, the the, 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 the the penalty that was actually leveled against him, 50,000. And they took the money to the charity of women power, yeah. you know. Yeah. So uh, there's a number of cases. Recently, the case of um, the ANC, former ANC, Ruth Lake in Johannesburg, mm-hmm. who, uh, who, beat, who used shambok in beating up her own uh, 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 girlfriend, yeah. Mangelene. Yeah. But, uh, until uh, she died. Mm-hmm. Now, we followed the case and supported that family. Yeah. And we didn't call that because these were we, we, ANC members. But prominent figures, we want to make sure that we are sending a firm yes. message 
but also to ordinary men on the street. Yeah. We want to make sure that they don't have a space and justification to say they, 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 they abuse women and children of our own country. Yeah. So we've been brutal in terms of following those cases. But I must say to you, access to justice yes. for ordinary women and yes. ordinary persons yeah. on the street is a tough exercise. Yes. That tough exercise begins at the police station. You yeah. come across with police uh, men and women who even say, repeat what has happened. Secondary yeah. Yeah. Of, of a victim. Yes. No social support given. You go to national prosecution you know, it takes uh, donkeys, ages for your case to be done. Mm-hmm. You know, there are cases of Zoli Sodongonyana who took six years in Cape Town. She was getting raped because she was a lesbian, getting raped and ultimately murdered. Yes. You know, took six years. And we think justice can do better. We've seen it, our justice system, during 2010 World Cup in South Africa. Everything was done efficiently. Yeah. We wanted to see the same figure even under normal circumstances yes. our own existence as, as citizens in South Africa. Yeah. So, uh, justice system delays in South Africa. And in law mm-hmm. and in justice, justice uh, delayed is justice denied. It's as yeah. simple uh, as that. Yeah. I have a letter that is in the inbox of the Deputy Minister of Justice of mm-hmm. our own country, mm-hmm. uh, JJ. You know, he was in an imbizo in, 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 in Tembalabantu, uh, in George. Yes. You know, he was talking um, a beautiful about uh, Justice Department that they are quick in, so, in solving cases. I mm-hmm. said to him, I have got cases of 13-year-old children. Yes. One was severely beaten by a school teacher in Brutals. That case is still at the regional court, being postponed, postponed, even to date. Yeah. There's a case of a young uh, girl, yeah, in, 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 in Butterworth. In the Eastern Cape, a school principal of my of a friend, similar age with me, 53, yeah. who raped a, a allegedly raped a 13 year old school going child yeah. in this province, Eastern Cape. Yeah. So Songe has been following. I put I put that in black and white, presented to the deputy minister to say I differ with you. The, the, for me, this thing of saying we are very swift in in, in solving cases. These cases were cases of 20, 2015. We are in 2017 now. Those cases didn't find their own finality in the court of law. Yeah. So I'm saying to you, much as we do support these cases, our own advocacy mm-hmm. is even challenging the ministers. So, because we want to hold everyone accountable. Yeah, I think it's, you know, the the initiative that you're taking in terms of on all the levels to be able to address it is really admirable. And knowing that um, Songke Gender Justice is not a huge organization, but then, as you say, there's a lot of collaboration with other organizations. And that's really, really great. I just want to ask, and we're kind of coming to the end and conclusion of our conversation. I just want to, would like to have a conversation with you in regard to when when you're having conversations with with just your ordinary men or even faith men in faith-based organizations and whether there is a discussion around um, if there is a sense of justice you know whether they can see uh, you know for example if there is with the the idea in faith-based organizations um, and um, you know that there would be leadership 
ownership from the man in the family. For the most part, many cultures, many religions would have that um, idea and thought and, and premise that the man takes leadership. How do you try and get them to see leadership um, does not mean overall power. Leadership does not mean that I have an authority that is um, lies embedded in injustice and disrespect. You know, how do you do that? And also, um, is that a conversation that is being had? That, that's the conversation that I, we had this afternoon with a group of men and women coming from various villages. Mm-hmm. The training that I'm conducting in the place called Engobo. Yeah. You know, uh, for us to be just and fair in the topic, you know, it is very, very, very important that we begin to define um, culture so that these men and women can begin to see what we mean by culture. Yeah. Because some people are using culture and religion as a scapegoat. Mm-hmm. So I said to you, culture is a way of life that is dynamic. So that dynamism must be there. But if that culture is on standstill, is stated, that water now has become stagnant and ultimately becomes uh, harmful for many of us. Yeah. Some of us, the culture that is not dynamic, it kills mm-hmm. many of us. But also, yeah. we must put this in a very, very, very uh, uh, logical uh, framework. When we talk about issues of injustice, mm-hmm. they emanate from the patriarchal system, yeah. you know? You know, patriarchal system, we need to really, really simplify it for ordinary men and women so that they begin to understand that system benefited men throughout ages, you know? Mm-hmm. And most of our own religion, most of our own societies are embedded on patriarchal system in their own approach. So if, 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 if we start exposing that, as a kind of a background, but also equates racism to sexism. Everyone in South Africa and across the the, the shores of of, 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 of of South Africa hates racism. Yeah. Uh, to, 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 to the core. Mm-hmm. Now, if you are saying racism is discrimination based on race, yes. what is sexism? Allow them to to explain what is sexism. They will say it's discrimination based on sex. Mm-hmm. So if you hate racism why do you love sexism no say no we don't we don't love sexism it's wrong as well mm-hmm. if it's wrong we must as men take part in saying we'll do better to our own sisters to our own uh, partners to our own colleagues to our own peers that we, we live so what you're saying is it has to be evident in the lived experience of, you know, so you you don't just hold this intention, but you actually have to live by that. I just want to ask Patrick, and really it's been re- such a great conversation that I've been having with you. I wanted to ask you, and I think we have probably about two minutes left over, whether there are whether there is a particular message that you would want to send to all the fathers all the men, all the boy children who will be listening to this program at this time. Please. Well, the message on, on behalf of Songa Child Justice is short and simple, straight to the point. Uh, I want to call upon to all men, young and old, to say they us refuse to take risk and take responsibility. Mm-hmm. 
Wow, that is such a profound statement to make. And really, I think it's such a responsible statement to make. You know, Patrick, I've, you know, I've been, last week we had an SMS that had come in or a, or a message on WhatsApp and the person had said, um, you should do a few programs with Patrick because it's really been great to listen to him speaking and having a conversation in terms of, you know, bringing and wanting to bring justice to both genders and to have the respect of both genders within a cultural and religious milieu or a God conscious milieu. So I, at this stage, I just want to say thank you very much. We will be in touch in the future where we can speak more about your particular projects and also how our communities can get involved and also ask for you to perhaps have workshops and so on with, with them. But if someone wanted to contact you at this stage, what would be the way in which you would recommend that they contact you and what would be the information, please? Well, the, the number that we normally use is the number of our office in Cape Town, mm-hmm. 021 yes. 423 mm-hmm. 70 double H. Okay, I've got uh, that number. The o- because we are li- we are living in an era of te- of, of technology, yes. you can go wow 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 at pianojustice.org. Uh, Okay. Thank you so much, Patrick. Really, I appreciate your time and I appreciate the work that you're doing. Really, I salute you and I salute the organization. I think you're doing great work. I'm particularly, you know, uh, chuffed with father schools. I mean, really, that is just so stunning. So, Patrick, thank you so much and good evening. Thank you. Have a blessed evening. Thank you so much. I've been speaking with Patrick Godana, who is the Mencare Government and Media Management uh, Manager, and he represented Sonke Gender Justice. The number to contact Sonke Gender Justice is 021 423 7088. That's 021 423 7088. Or you can go to the website www.genderjustice, one word, .org.za, and you can then read up in terms of the work that they're doing, the projects that, they, that they're having at the moment. You would have heard some of those. And also, if you would like them to come and work with your organization, your school, your sports club, your faith-based organization, then that's the way to get in touch with them. So I thank you for having been a part of this part of my program.